to have a seat and let's pray. Lord, we thank you that as we have sung, your power is moving in this place. And uh, all the gifts on the floor uh, beside me uh, remind us that we have so much to thank you for because your power is moving not just in this place, but in the whole of your world, in the whole of the universe. Uh, we thank you that you are almighty God, and yet you are interested in us. We pray that you will not just prompt us. Speak to us now, in Jesus' name. Amen. Hands up anyone who's ever said something embarrassingly wrong about the future. In fact, there's only... I should, I should, go, go, I should go two hands. No, you can see the... I hope you're impressed, by the way. The right hand is almost as high as the left these days. Um, uh, we all say things wrong about the future, not just predicting football results, but more important stuff as well. I remember one time when I was at school and somebody asked me about the future, what I was going to do. Uh, and they kind of expected me to come up with a really good answer, so I made something up. And it was complete garbage. Uh, about about what the future was going to be. It's a big mistake, isn't it, to take the future for granted. It's a big mistake to take God for granted. And yet, we often do it. We often do exactly that. Uh, in our walk through the book of James, we have reached chapter 4, so do turn to that. I'll be focusing today on just the last few verses, 13 to 17. Uh, so do turn to page 1403 of the Church Bibles and we'll unpack this together. Now if you look back at the previous section, in the Church Bibles, the little bit in italics at the top of the section just says, Submit yourselves to God. And then it comes up with another heading for, uh, for the section we're looking at today. Uh, but actually, Submit yourselves to God would also be uh, quite a good heading actually for... Uh, for what we're discussing today too. Uh, putting the future in God's hands. Somebody once asked me, um, when I was a, bit, a little bit more grown up uh, than, than when I'd been uh, asked the first time, uh, how such and such a thing was going to work out, and I said, well, ask me again in three hours. And uh, that, that, was a, that was a better better answer. But I think we're gradually... Yeah, We'll feel, be feeling our way to letting God have his way. Okay, uh, now we've got some, some things on the, uh, on the floor here. And now I expect there, there's ten logos up there. And I expect probably pretty much all of what we can see on the floor here is, uh, was bought at one of those, one of those uh, supermarkets whose logo is up there. When we walk through the door of a supermarket, we tend to take a lot of things for granted. We tend to take it for granted that the thing that we've got in our mind, the things on our shopping list, will be available. Uh, actually, what we're doing is taking for granted some harvests, not just the harvest in England, which is why we have Harvest Festival at the end of the summer, but the harvest, you could really have this any time of the year. The Jews, all their major festivals took places on uh, times of 
synchronised with different bits of the harvest, different crops coming in, and, and so on. That was the time for all their major festivals. But actually, all, when we go, anytime we go into the supermarket, uh, then we're, we're depending on the harvest, not just in England, but in you know, the southern hemisphere, obviously they have summer, we have our winter and the other way around. So it's other times of the year in the tropics, then you know, some times of the year might be drier than some other times of the year, but it's hot all the time. So there are harvests coming in. Uh, uh, when, when we lived in the West Indies, I used to um, find it quite amusing that the banana harvest could come in any time. Uh, because you know, it was on a, on, on a rotation, really. It, it was a sort of nine-month rotation for banana plants. So one year it would come in at one time, one, next year at a different time, and so on. For an all, uh, once you've added together a load of different farmers, there's harvest coming in all the time. And uh, that, that's kind of the same with lots of the things that we find in our supermarkets. So we take availability of things we go for for granted, we take harvest for granted, and I think we take God for granted. All too often when we walk in the front door of one of those places, we don't mean to, we might not mean to take God for granted, but that's kind of what we're doing in assuming that uh, things we've got in mind are going to be there for us. Instead of taking it for granted, we should thank God all those good things that we're going to find in the supermarket. Uh, food, yes, but uh, not many of us uh, townies are farmers. Uh, Bex's family are farmers, but um, uh, not many of us, because we're, we're, we're thoroughly towny townies. Uh, but we need to thank God, not just for food, but however we spend our lives, actually. Whatever we do, we need to thank God that he's at work in that, in school or preschool for some of the small ones, uh, and uh, in work, in leisure, in retirement, all kinds of different things in our lives. God is at work. Now, it's tempting to think, uh, I said something about this in my blog this week, so I won't go on about it too much, but uh, it's tempting to think, that we sometimes get what we want by our own hard work and cleverness. Somehow we deserve it. But of course, that's garbage. Then uh, we don't. We rely on God. And with that in mind, let's turn to uh, the text. James 4, from verse 13. Now listen, you who say, today or tomorrow, we'll go to this or that city, spend a year there. Carry on business and make money. Why? You do not even know what will happen tomorrow. What's your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. The posters outside the church uh, at the moment talk about how God made everything. God's creation is awesome. He's responsible for everything, not just the, the, the food that we eat and the drink that we drink, but for everything. On Friday night, um, uh, Be Becky and I had our second attempt at getting to Brownsea Island this year. The first attempt failed miserably when I dislocated this. 
But um, the second attempt, we were successful. And it was brilliant. We watched a film around Brownsea Island, Under the Stars. And every few minutes, we were sort of looking back. It was a film we knew reasonably well, so we were looking back and just ignoring the film for a minute and looking at the stars. And it was brilliant. Just to, it w wasn't raining like this then, uh, but it, it was nice and dry, completely clear sky. You could see all those stars. God's responsible for them, just as he's responsible for this. There's a really good throwaway line in Genesis. A few short words. He made the stars also, just a little by the by. Oh, God did, God did that. So whatever it is, God did. That's amazing things to thank him for. Now, I know a really wise, uh, mature Christian, and uh, sometimes we have conversations uh, that involve uh, me asking for help in some way or other, or him needing to book a date in his diary or something like that. And he always says, well, he might say no if he can't do it, but um, he pretty much always says, uh, yes, but then as so long as God is willing. Or he might just say God willing. Or he might even say DV. Latin uh, for God willing is Deo Valenti. Uh, so that, hence the, the words DV. Uh, when he says that, he's reminding himself and he's reminding me that we should submit to God what we want not do look at the heading for this uh, this paragraph in the text it's boasting about tomorrow and uh, then there are various times in this text here where James actually says what we, we shouldn't do look at verse 16 he said don't boast and brag because we don't quite know uh, verse 14 even says you don't know what will happen tomorrow uh, what's your life you're a mist um, I guess at this time of year, sometimes in the morning, we see mist, don't we? Above uh, a river or a stream or something like that where there's moisture in the atmosphere and it's there when you first get up and then the sun gets up high and burns it off. And uh, it was there briefly, but you can't rely on it. And I, mean, I guess all of us are a bit like that, actually. None of us know... Uh, what's going to happen when we time we walk? Uh, one of the things I love actually uh, here is I walk, walk along Ashley Road and something different happens pretty much every day. Haven't yet had a bus map pavement and kill me, but it might one day. I know it might. Uh, and but that's one one of the one of the things that uh, we're we're kind of like. Proverbs sixteen nine says a man plans in his heart uh, the course he's going to take. But it's actually the Lord who determines his steps. It's worth remembering that even Jesus submitted to his Father's will. Think about the Garden of Gethsemane. Jesus saying, not my will, but yours be done. There's something of that too in this passage from James. My last picture today is this one. It's saying uh, we should be in the business of partnering with God. Whenever we celebrate Harvest Festival, we're remembering that those who farm or process or store or distribute or sell 
or anything else to our food, they're God's partners in the harvest. They do all they do, and those are important things, of course, but God supplies little things like the sun just coming over those mountains, the rain that we've sung about, uh, the land that the crops are grown on, and uh, little things like that. God supplies, without which none of this could happen, of course. So those farmers and others are partners with God. God's the senior partner, and they are the junior partners. And what James is saying is that in the whole of our lives, that's how we ought to be. Uh, that's what life is meant to be like. God, the senior partner, and us, the junior partner. We're caught up in his wider purposes. As our posters say, and do take a look at them if you haven't seen them lately, uh, then uh, there's something about the awesomeness of God's creation. God is awesome, and he knows best. With that in mind, let's pray. Lord, we have so much to thank you for. Uh, we, these little bits of food, yes, but we thank you uh, for all that. We're sorry for the times that we've taken you for granted. The times when we've taken the future for granted, made assumptions about things which we need to be humble about. We pray, please, for uh, our future, that we might be your junior partners, and for the future of others, and particularly as we celebrate harvest today, uh, we, we say sorry for the times when we've ignored those in need around us, and we pray, please, that you will guide us to help them in the way that you know is best. In Jesus' name, amen.